Welcome to the Coach for Tutors podcast, where we grow your tutoring business with each episode. My name is Michael Gibbon, the founder of the Coach for Tutors podcast and Coach for Tutors. I have a very special guest with me today. She is a friend and our Facebook group's superstar tutor of the month, Yolanda Duguay. Welcome, Yolanda. Woo! Yay! Thank you so much for having me, Michael. Oh, no problem. A little bit about Yolanda for our listeners. Yolanda, also known as Yoli, is a wife, mom, educator, and owner-academic coach of Targeted Learning and Academic Coaching Services, LLC. The company was established in March 2021 and most recently is a full-time position. Academic support services are offered to students in grades K-8 to in English Language Arts and Math. Yoli is celebrating her 17th year in education and her first year as a full-time entrepreneur. Yoli's goal is to target the specific academic needs of students, meet those needs, and provide a safe space for them to grow their confidence. I love that. And thank you so much again for being here with us, Yolanda. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. And that is, that's just what I live for right now. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. And we've had some great talks about that. I know your passion for helping students and making that appreciable difference. It's so warm and so wonderful. Could you tell our listeners more about what made you decide to become a tutor? Well, most of my career, I have always tutored on the side after school with different districts that I've worked in. We've tutored students after school who are deficient in either reading or math. And one day in 2021, I was tutoring after school, some second graders. I was teaching second grade at the time. And I was tutoring those students for one hour after school. And I had 10 students in my group. I thought to myself, okay, I have 10 students in my group. I'm tutoring after school for $25 for the hour, mm -hmm. four days a week. What if I had 10 of these students in my own group and I had $25 and I would have $250 for the hour. That's pretty much the epiphany that I had. And as soon as I made that connection in my head, I started thinking about how could I roll out tutoring services, not for my school students, but maybe students in the community. Mm -hmm. And I kid you not, within five minutes of me even processing those thoughts in my head, one of my coworkers at the time who also tutored knocks on my door, says to me, hey, I have a fifth grader that needs academic support and I'm overbooked. Would you be willing to tutor? I looked at her like, how did you hear my thoughts? And so that's really how it began. It started with that one thought, that one client, and it just grew from there. Oh, amazing. What advice could you share with new tutors? You've walked that path what couple of nuggets could you give to the new tutors that are starting their businesses? One of the things that has held true to me is do it afraid because that was the apprehension that I had. I did it after school for the school. It was sort of safe for me because I was under the school's umbrella. But once I ducked out of that and started my own tutoring company, now I am accountable for these students and their academic improvement and their growth. One of the things that kept ringing in my head was, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do this on my own. 
And I kept hearing, do it afraid. So that's one thing. Another thing that I learned since 2021 and starting the business is that if you make the sessions enjoyable, the students will come. Mm-hmm. When the students like you, the parents will bring them. Because I've had so many parents say to me, hey, so-and-so likes you and they don't like anybody. <laughs> I'm bringing her or him because they love you. And I hear it so much. And I'm like, wow, that's all it takes is for them to like me? Wow. I mean, <laughs> the likability factor just went through the roof. But it was really more or less like I never worried about how I was going to get clients because I knew once I built that relationship, with those students and with those families. When children want to do something, parents will make a way for them to do it. My third piece of advice is to incorporate some sort of social emotional learning into your session. Don't just dive right into it. Go for, how was your day? What was school like? Did you learn something new? Did you meet a new friend? How was the weekend? Oh, you got a baby sister on the way. Make that connection. Because that kind of lowers the guard down of the students. Once you bring yourself into a space of having your program more student-centered and not necessarily about you building your business, I believe that that's how you gain the clients. That's how you grow your tribe. That's how you grow your community. I got goose pimples because that is exactly it. It is the power of the relationships. It is the power of your ability to connect, like you said, asking about how's your day? How are you feeling? Just building those questions in, it shows you care. And if you show you care, people are going to learn from people they like. To paraphrase Dr. Rita Pearson, children don't learn from people they don't like. If we promote that likability factor, it it creates this power and this movement. And it's wonderful that you're reiterating that to our tutors, that it is so much more than just the academic need. It is, can you make an appreciable difference in a child's life in that all across the board? 100%. One other thing I wanted to add was that don't be afraid to charge what you're worth Mm. because they will come. Don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. We are providing a service We are providing relationship building. We are providing really the well-being of a student because we don't know what they go through during the course of the day in the classroom. But if I'm providing a safe space for my students to come and kind of let down a little bit and talk about things that maybe they're not even talking about with their parents, charge what you're worth. That's your time. That's your energy. That's you pouring out of yourself. So charge what you're worth. Don't be afraid to do that. Absolutely, Yolanda. I 100% agree. And it does take time for new tutors. For my personal theory, I'm not sure what what your thoughts are on this, but teaching is giving, giving of yourself and your energy. Mm -hmm. So when you make that transition into tutoring, you're almost carrying a little bit of business guilt with you that, oh, why? Yeah, 100%, right? Because it's like you're you're carrying that guilt of, oh, I got to charge for this. And oh, I got to charge X amount. And Ooh, I don't feel right doing that because like I'm supposed to be helping. But like you said, it's a business and you're providing a safe space and you're providing a place for a child to thrive and that there is a lot of energy rewarding. Absolutely. But it's a lot of energy that goes toward it and you need to reward yourself with that as well. 100% like you are preaching to the choir right now because (laughs) that was me. Like I felt guilty. I'm Mm. like, oh my gosh, I'm charging for this. I kept being reminded by 
friends and family members that you are providing a wonderful service to these students and they're going to come out on top. They're going to come out better. So don't be afraid because when you provide the service, parents will find a way to pay what it is that you are offering or whatever it is that you're charging. Don't be afraid to put it out there because Mm -hmm. you will attract your tribe. I'm a firm believer in attracting the tribe that I'm supposed to be connected with. Every student that I see, every family, every person, I believe I am supposed to be in connection with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You'll know. You'll know. And it's really just trusting your gut with that. Mm -hmm. What are a few top tips for those who are like, okay, I love what academic coaching is. How do I excel in that? One of the things that I decided to do when I started the business is I wanted to offer services not only to students, but also to other educators, Mm -hmm. right? My intent was, okay, I will be able to support students, but then there are also educators that may need my support. So for me, initially, when I started the company, when I got the company name and I put academic coaching services as a part of what I offered, it was really more or less driven by my thought process of coaching teachers. Mm. But once I started working closely with my students, for me, academic coaching is more about establishing ways for students to interact with the content that they're comfortable with. We learned multiplication by memorization, but I have some other students that are not able to memorize as quickly. So let's come up with a different way for us to be able to stir our mental math and multiplication facts. For me, academic coaching has kind of evolved into me allowing the students to process the information differently from what they see or hear in the classroom. As they're doing that, I'm coaching them from the sidelines. Hey, Let's try this. If you like this way, let's do it this way. If you don't like this way, let's see if we can find another way. Or let's see if we can closely align it to what your teacher says. That way you're able to process the information more freely, right? Mm -hmm. For tutoring, for me, is that it's more skill specific. It's more routine specific. The focus is on the student learning the content the way it was taught in the classroom. Today, we learned how to multiply using arrays, then that is specifically what we're working on. And we're going to work on that until you are either approaching mastery or you have mastered the skill. Now, they are interchangeable. Sometimes I'm academic coaching and tutoring at the same time. It just depends on the student. It depends on the content. It depends on how we are working together if they're receptive to a different way or if they want to just specifically rely on what their teacher taught. Or the parents might say, hey, can you work on pictographs and bar graphs today because that is where she struggles or that is where he struggles. And that's where I drive the instruction. Anybody who is interested in perhaps becoming an academic coach and or tutor They really go hand in hand if you are already an educator. We try to find out, find all kinds of ways for our students to get the information. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Yolanda, for your tips on how to be an academic coach and how to integrate that with tutoring, because you're right, we all learn differently and we need to be able to provide plan B, plan C, plan D, E, F, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so that we can help our learners to excel and reach their full potential. Correct. Very, very, very true. Yolanda, I want to thank you so much for being our guest on the Coach for Tutors podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Where can our listeners find you? Our listeners can find me on Facebook at Targeted Learning ACS and on Instagram at Targeted Learn underscore learning ACS. Wonderful. We'll make sure to post those links below for our listeners. Thank you again, Yolanda, for being here with us. And thank you, our listeners, for listening to the Coach for Tutors podcast. If you would like our VIP features, such as a monthly Q&A and special shout out of your company name during each episode, become a supporter at Coach for Tutors Podcast Plus. Thank you to our supporters of this episode, Academic Therapy Center, Making the Grade, and Turning Point Tutoring. As always, everyone, make it a great day. 